Welcome back to another episode of Money Vision U with Money Vision Stu. I wanted to throw that in there to satisfy a couple of people's requests. We'll see if something like Money Vision Stu catches on. But anyways, back to the main event here. In 1970, a McDonald's hamburger cost 18 cents. Now in 2021, a McDonald's hamburger will cost you $1.79. This is what we call inflation. Those with money vision pay attention to inflation because they know the effect it can have on their returns. So in this episode, we will talk about what inflation is, why it happens, and take a look at the effect of inflation. Welcome to Money Vision U. In this podcast, we are passionate about teaching the financial class you should have had in high school so you can learn how to fast track your financial freedom. If you want to learn how to make, manage, and multiply your money and see opportunities the way the wealthy do, then you came to the right place. I'm your host, Stuart Berryhill. Money Vision U, class in session. When you think of the word inflate, you might picture a balloon being inflated, and this is actually a great illustration of what inflation means and looks like with money. Look at a balloon like it is a representation of the economy, and economy just means really the wealth and money circulation in a country, but if you fill or inflate a balloon or inflate the economy with too many dollars, then eventually it will pop and give the dollars, or whatever the currency is, no value. So you need to know, when more money is printed, the value of the currency declines. That is ultimately what inflation is. So why does inflation happen, and what causes this inflation? Let's look at three different reasons for inflation and why it happens. One reason, the first one, could be a surge in prices due to lack of supply but big demand. For example... The cost of lumber and wood this year has gotten extremely pricey. Lumber prices have jumped roughly 200% in one year. Now, one reason for this may be more people are buying lumber because they were stuck at home with COVID, so people wanted to build more tree houses, porches, and projects. Those types of things were being fixed up with their spare time rather than spending money on a vacation. It was spent on a home improvement, so the demand is large, but the supply is struggling to keep up. Now, good for the business owner. They get to make a little bit more profit for each piece of lumber that they produce, but this really causes inflation. So consumers now think twice before buying lumber because it is so expensive, but regardless, the supply cannot keep up with the demand. That could be a cause for inflation. Another cause could be raising wages. We hear a lot about increasing minimum wage to $15 an hour or whatever it is that they're increasing it to. And I'm not here to debate whether that should or shouldn't happen politically, but economically, what that will do is cause for prices on the menu or for different products, maybe at a retail store or something to go up, or it might even cause for people to get fired, unfortunately. Why is this? Well, the business owner has the responsibility to make sure that the business is actually making money. 
So let's use a very rough estimate of an example and say, let, let's say a business made $1 million in 2020 and the expenses were, let's say it's $800,000. Let's just say it's Chick-fil-A to give us a little bit of a guideline here. So let's say Chick-fil-A's expenses included the food, delivery of the food, the property that they own or lease, utilities, the payroll, meaning the people they are paying or their employees, and so on. So let's just say the business owner made $200,000 that year, but what happens if they are forced to start paying a minimum wage that is $3 higher per payroll person than what they had done before? That would maybe bring their expenses to 850000 or something like that. Now, do you think the business or the business owner is going to be okay with making $50,000 less than the year before? Heck no, right? Would you be okay if the stock you owned in Apple, for example, took a 10% drop? No. You might be thinking you need to invest somewhere else because it isn't performing as well. So what do businesses do to combat this? They either raise the price of that chicken sandwich, if it's Chick-fil-A, for example, from $3 to $3.25, or they have to hire less people or maybe even fire some people. So raising wages could be another cause for inflation. That is the second cause. And the last one, and probably the more well-known, the third cause for inflation is the government printing money. Fun fact for you. Did you know that one-fifth, think about this, one-fifth of all of the U.S. dollars in circulation were printed in 2020, the year 2020? Here's another crazy stat for you. The United States printed more money in June of 2020 than in the first two centuries after its founding. That is crazy. <laughs> now, the reason in theory that they do this is to try and stimulate the economy and keep it from taking just a massive hit. But are we really solving the problem or just prolonging the problem by printing money? I'm not trying to debate if we should have things like a stimulus package or not. Those have helped a lot of families and businesses. I am just giving an economic law of supply and demand and inflation, so to speak. If you jump, gravity will pull you back down on Earth. It's not something that can be debated. If more money is constantly being printed, it devalues the currency. And that is the effect inflation has on the economy. It devalues the currency. Inflation is not that prices are actually going up, but rather the value of the currency that you have is going down. The three reasons for inflation are lack of supply but big demand, increased wages, and government printing money. Those are the three reasons. So now that we know what inflation is and have some reasons on why it happens, let's look at some different effects of inflation. Let's start with some examples by, let's go back to 1970 with the McDonald's hamburger that I introed with in this episode. It cost 18 cents uh, back in 1970. Now in 2021, it is closer to $1.79. Cost of gas was 36 cents in 1970 per gallon. Now, depending on what state you are in, it might be closer to three and a half or four dollars. Let's look at some more examples. 1970, you could have a nice house, like a nice middle-class house for less than $30,000. In 2021, expect to pay a few hundred thousand dollars for a nice house. Now, what is happening? 
are these prices going up? Because we hear that, oh, back in the day, a cheeseburger was 18 cents, it's not, and now it's $1.79. So are the prices just going up? No, in reality, what is happening is the value of that currency is going down. The U.S. dollar did not change. How many dollars are in circulation is what changed. So now let's look at some international examples of different countries that have maybe even hyperinflated their currency, as some people call it, hyperinflation. In Zimbabwe, I don't know if you know this, but they actually created a $100 trillion bill. That's a lot of zeros. <laughs> One Zimbabwe dollar was worth 25% of a penny. <laughs> that is a hyperinflated currency. As a matter of fact, there was one point in time where 70 U.S. dollars was equal to 100 trillion Zimbabwe dollars. I actually read on a website that Zimbabwe dollars have no currency value and are actually only considered collectible novelty items nowadays. Let's look at an example in Venezuela. The inflation got so bad that stores didn't even bother to count the money but just decided to weigh it. <laughs> so one U.S. dollar equaled roughly 236 million Venezuelan bolivares. Not sure exactly how to say it, but that is their form of currency. Another example, in Germany, inflation was so bad after World War I, you could find Germans using the currency as firewood because it was cheaper to burn stacks of money than to buy firewood. German employees would actually get paid three times a day back in the day because the currency was constantly diminishing in value. So the value of, let's say, eggs at the grocery store, or however they did it back then, was constantly changing. Wheelbarrows were basically people's wallets because they couldn't fit all that paper in a wallet in their back pocket. They needed a full-on wheelbarrow to carry their money. And to be honest, unfortunately, this laid the groundwork for someone like a Hitler to be able to take over a nation. You just had a group of people who were desperate. Their money was worthless. Obviously, nothing's excusable um, for what happened, but this was part of the groundwork for a dictator to be able to come in and take over a nation. So the effect of inflation is that the more a currency is printed, the less valuable it will be. That is the purpose of giving these examples, kind of showing the effect of inflation. And just a little side note here, that is why Bitcoin is very popular among many who dislike inflation and want what they consider a hedge against inflation. They're looking for a commodity, so to speak. Only 21 million Bitcoin will ever be in supply. And I think there's almost 19 million in circulation currently at the time of this recording. So it cannot be inflated after that point in the sense of more Bitcoin will not be produced. So hopefully you can see through some of these examples, even some of them are definitely extreme, but you can see from these examples how bad inflation can be for an economy. Well, having money through stimulus checks is nice and seems nice. And while having a salary increase seems nice, remember the effect it can have on you. While you may see your salary go from $12 an hour to $15 an hour, you will probably see your grocery bill go from 
$90 to $100 if you're looking at a week, for example. These aren't political statements. They are just macroeconomic laws. So from this episode, you now know what inflation is, what can cause it to happen, and effects that it has on the economy. The more you inflate a balloon, the closer it gets to popping. Understanding inflation is crucial in learning financial literacy and helping us learn how to invest. As a matter of fact, in the next episode, we will talk about why you should be careful with how much you save and different assets that can actually benefit from inflation. Thank you for listening to this episode of Money Vision U. If this is something that added value to you, then please subscribe, leave a review, and share. We are passionate about teaching financial literacy so you can learn to take control of your financial future. If you want to learn more, then follow us on social media platforms at MoneyVisionU. We look forward to catching you in the next class.